Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Good morning. If you'll kindly turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 12 this morning, a message entitled, Burning the Mid-Eye Oil. Verse 41, it says, Then Peter said to him, Lord, do you speak this parable only to us or to all people? And the Lord said, Whom then is a faithful and wise steward whom the master will make ruler over his household and give them their portion of food in due season? Blessed is that servant whom the master will find doing when he comes. So to answer Peter's question, this isn't just the 12 apostles, but this is anyone who is a faithful and wise servant. But there he connects the idea of watching in verse 37 to doing in verse 43. Meaning that I am watching by the way that I live my life. It's not, when he says watch and be ready, doesn't mean like every few minutes you need to look out to the east, into the sky. I mean, he's going to come in a flash in the twinkling of an eye. You know, it's not going to be something that you're going to be able to see. Oh, I think Jesus is coming. There's a dot in the sky. It's coming this way. You think that's him? It's not going to be like that. So he's not talking about being alert every time you go outside. or He's talking about the way you live your life. With your heart ready, you're filled with the Holy Spirit. You have the fire burning, and your feet are ready to move. You're ready to go. You're walking the path that you're supposed to be walking because you're you're girded to move. And so Jesus spells this out for us in his parable of the talents. And, of course, you remember the parable of the talents, the The man went away to a far country. He left amounts of money to each of his servants, 10 talents, five talents, and then one talent. Of course, the man with 10 talents gained 10 more. The guy with five talents gained five more. And the guy with one talent says, you're a a scary master. I hid my talent in the ground because I didn't didn't want to lose it. And And he says, you wicked servant. And he took his talent away and he gave it to the other guy. And it says he was cast into outer darkness where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. That's a scary thought. So just like the parable of the talents in verse 44, he says, truly I say to you that he will make him ruler over all he has. Of course, the man with the 10 talents was made a ruler over 10 cities, and the man with five talents was made ruler over five cities. And that's what we're going to receive as part of our reward, not just that Jesus is going to give us a mansion and a banquet and that he's going to serve us, but we are going to inherit everything he inherits. That's what the Bible tells us. We are inheriting all things. We will rule and reign with him. He tells the church in Thyatira, Jesus says to the church in Thyatira, Revelation chapter 22, verse 26 and 27, He who overcomes and keeps my works until the end, to him I will give power over the nations. Wow, that word works there is pretty bold, isn't it? He shall rule them with a rod of iron. He shall dash them to pieces like potter's vessels, as I also receive from my Father. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2 through 3 says, Do you not know that the saints will judge the world? And if the world will be judged by you, are you worthy to judge the smallest matters? Do you not know that we we shall judge angels? I remember the first time I read that, I was like, I didn't know that. You know, we're going to judge angels? Seriously? How much more the things that pertain to this life? 
We have a lot in store for us. Your service and diligence now will be rewarded. You know, and, and that's what he was talking about when he was talking about living for this life and what I'm going to eat and what I'm going to drink and all those things, and what I'm going to wear, all those things that, that the Gentiles, the nations live for. He says, don't you live for those things. You seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all those things will be given to you. But, but now he's saying that I'm not just going to give those things to you, but I'm also going to reward you for the work that you do as you set your mind on Jesus and you set your, your mind on things above and not in this world, that your life is hid with Christ in God and that's where we need to live. And so verse 45, he says, but if the servant says in his heart, my master is delaying his coming and begins to beat the male and female servants and to eat and drink and be drunk. He says, the master of that servant will come on a day that he's not looking for him. Do you hold a theology that says the rapture, the first resurrection couldn't happen today? Cast that away. I don't think it's a salvation issue. And in fact, I, I don't mind if you hold a different view, but I think that it, it can be dangerous because there is a tendency in our hearts to think I have time. But what you don't realize, oh foolish person who says I have time, is that your day could be required tomorrow. The Lord could come for you tomorrow in rapture, or you could just have a massive stroke. Or as as Audio Adrenaline said, you know, if a DC-10 fell on your head and you're laying on the ground on Messy and Dead or a Mack truck ran over you, you suddenly die in your Sunday pew. Do you know where you're going to go? I mean, it can happen. It can happen any day. It can happen anywhere. It can happen when you're napping in your easy chair. Happen at home, happen at work. So I can't remember the whole lyrics of that song, but it's a great song because it's true, right? You don't know the day that the Lord's going to come for you. And so we have to hold a theology that Jesus could come at any moment, whether in death or in the resurrection. And, and there will be those who will, who will live like Jesus won't come back and they will use it as an excuse to, to live loose, to, to get drunk. And Christian never should be drunk to mistreat other Christians. I've seen that happen. Verse 46. And the master of the servant will come in a day when he is not looking for him, at an hour when he is not aware, and cut him in two and appoint his portion with the unbelievers. Wow. A believer receiving his portion with the unbelievers? What is he saying here? What does that mean? Well, it's actually not too unfamiliar if we, if we look at another thing that Jesus said to Thyatira. In Revelation chapter 2, verse 20 and 22, it says, Nevertheless, I have a few things against you, because you allow that woman Jezebel, who calls herself a prophetess, to teach and seduce my servants who, to commit sexual immorality and to eat things sacrificed to idols. And I gave her time to repent of her sexual immorality, and she did not repent. Indeed, I will cast her into a sickbed, and those who commit adultery with her into great tribulation, unless they repent of their deeds. We see a similar warning to Sardis. It says in, in Revelation 3, 3, Remember therefore how you have received and heard, hold fast and repent. Therefore, if you do not watch, I will come upon you as a thief, and you will not know what hour I come upon you. But notice what he says in contrast to that to Philadelphia. In, in Revelation chapter 3, verse 10 and 11, Jesus says this, Because you have kept my command to persevere, I will also keep you from the hour of trial, which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth, Behold, I come quickly. Hold fast to what you have, that no one may take your crown. The idea of quickly there is unexpectedly. Notice that these are all red letters. Even the Philadelphia, he gives a warning 
to not let somebody take your crown, to steal your reward. So the question is, does this mean that someone can lose their salvation and be left behind? I don't think so. I think this means that there's a potential for people who believe, but don't believe unto salvation. Now, let me explain what I mean by that. It's somebody who has a form of godliness, but they deny the power of it, and they're not born again. So this warning, in my view, is to the poser and not the true believer. The one who's amongst the church, goes to church every Sunday, they act like a Christian, they even do Christian things, but they are not willing to watch, and they are not, they're still living for this life, and they never truly surrendered to Jesus Christ. And if you're not willing, and you're just going through the motions, then you should have a very severe warning in things that Jesus is saying here. 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5 says, Examine yourselves as to whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not know yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you, unless indeed you are <laughs> disqualified? <laughs> Excuse me, the word disqualified here means unapproved. It means your faith isn't genuine. What does that mean? It means to surrender completely to Jesus. You see this in all the seven letters to seven churches, almost every single one of them. He gives a warning to those who don't repent. But then he also gives a blessing to those who overcome. And so we have to understand that there are going to be people amongst the church that are, are part of the church, but they haven't put their full trust in Jesus. And I'll, just give me, I'll just give you an example. I was, I was baptized at eight years old. I grew up in, in churches and going to church when I was a kid. And I believed in God. I believed Jesus was a person. I believed he died on the cross. I believed that Jesus was God. On a superficial level, but I didn't really believe or really put my trust in Jesus completely for my salvation. In fact, I still believed in my heart that it was up to me to be good enough to be accepted by God. And so I was working hard for my salvation. But I believed Jesus died on the cross, and I believed all that stuff. But it wasn't until I was 18 when someone said, it doesn't matter what you've done or where you've been, Jesus can forgive all of your sins, that I said, okay, yeah, I can't do this. Jesus, I submit to you. If that's true, I want what you have for me. I want that salvation. And then I said to God, whatever you want in my life, that's what I want. And then I upped the ante and I said, even if I don't want it, you have my permission to force it on me. Because I knew that there was nothing I could do or nothing I could bring to the table that was going to make me successful. I had tried and failed so many times that I needed a, 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 a true God who could save me and not some weak religion that depended upon me checking boxes. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991. Or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening. And remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.